Hi guys, it's Claudia and Nico, and you're listening to our another great mistake. Let's go. And we're off. Hello, beautiful creatures. Hello, lovely bro- broccolis. And uh, and uh, uh, peaches. Why peaches? I don't know. I don't remember when the last time I ate a peach. It's been a while. It's been a while. It's actually been a while since we recorded, because last week... Oh, yeah, been busy, busy, busy. The live literally just caught up with us. us. So, yeah, but, you know, today it's official. It's 52nd episode, so one year. Some breaks. Yeah, well. With some laughs, with some cries. No, we never cry on, on episodes. Oh, come on. No, I did. did. I did. I was moved once, but I didn't cry. Twice? Oh, well, I don't know. No, I, I don't remember. It didn't happen. <laughs> no, I don't really remember. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so... What's up? Tell me. Uh, well, I'm going away for work. I'm going to be... I'm going uh, to... Th- I'm going to have... Um, how do you call it? walking expedition with people I work with, participants, and I'm looking forward to it. It's February, so it's going to be cold, but hey-ho, do you know what I mean? Uh, it's going to be fine. It's uh, quite extraordinary that, you know, we've been talking about you going for that expedition in in a way that it's, oh, it's going to be in three months, it's going to be, you know... In ten weeks, and suddenly from nowhere, like in so two days, tomorrow. you're gonna be gone. Mm. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean that's the thing. It's the same. Like we went to the pharmacy today to pick up some meds, and uh, lady said, "Yeah, in three months, we're gonna re- reorder your stuff." So it's gonna be my May the sixth or something. I was like, "What? May?" So it's gonna be May. Yeah, it's uh, it's uh, it's quite. Fascinating. Yeah. What is our you know, perception I was, li- I, listen, of time? I was listening to the podcast which you told me to, and uh, it made me realize that I became a middle-aged man because mm-hmm. I used to think about myself as a young person. Still, even though I'm uh, still 42, 43 in September, so 42 and a half, I would say, almost like. Do you know what I mean? But yeah. But I thought about myself, like, obviously, in my head, I'm still feeling young, fresh. And, you know, as well, my body is uh, the fittest i ever been, I would say, you know. And I do exercise five times a week at least. Uh, yeah, but, you know, I feel that my body is changing as well. And made me realize that I'm a middle-aged man. And I'm fine with that. It's not like, oh, you know, like, it's not nothing nothing wrong about it. It's just like... And this is like, it was partially, this is, this was the reason why I wanted you to listen to that, because, uh, you know, uh, like, we've touched upon middle-life crisis so many times in our conversation, like, of the podcast, but we spoke about the... Crisis? Like, oh, yeah, well, crisis as a middle-life, like, you know... Even yesterday we had a conversation and you said, like, oh, maybe it's the middle-life crisis. I never uh, said that. You did say that. Maybe it's just the middle-life. No. You're just um, making things up. No, I didn't make things <laughs> up. You just don't remember stuff. Uh, but, you know, like, just like recently we had the chat with our friends when you realized that in a couple of years you're going to be 50 
And it's seven it, years. It's, so I'm going to be sounds, 50. It's it like, oh my God. difficult. It does. No, it's not difficult. For me, it sounds difficult because, you know, when you're 50, like the probability of you dying soon it's literally growing and that's what's you know i'm not saying that's that why you shouldn't waste it scares time. me it scares me in a way like oh you're gonna you know you're gonna die soon um i might you I might. might well same as at 20 years old yeah, just exactly. go out but i mean it's just you know it's the aging part of it and you know realizing that it's actually i think the biggest reason why i wanted you to listen to that episode is the fact that there are certain things which are happening to us when we are reaching the middle life, like the middle of our life. Yeah. Same as teenagers are moving into adolescent when you are passing yeah, the age you was, you of 40 like or whatever. When you're between between uh, 20 and 35, you're like consuming, consuming, taking, taking, yeah. taking, taking. Do you know what I mean? And I, I've been like that too. It's it's not even about consuming in a way of uh, you know consumption. No 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 no. It's items, about about it's everything like, like you, you. It's about gaining experience. It's about learning as much as possible. As well, not experiencing having, not, as not, much. Not, and as well, not having breaks. Mm. Like you experience stuff like drugs and alcohol to extend that you don't. You pay for that with your body and hangovers mm. and and I am now in a few years already. A few years already, I don't want to pay for that kind of stuff anymore with my hangover. So that's why I don't drink. And and decision of not drinking or taking drugs, it's it's not because I'm a middle-aged man and I shouldn't do that. You know what I mean? Like, oh, you know, no. It's that you don't want your body to go through that. Exactly. That's, that's, that's the reason. The reason. That's the reason. But just for the information, obviously, we're going to link that episode, which we are talking about in the notes. Uh, but it's an episode in Reach Row podcast with Chip Connolly. And uh, quite fascinating is the part that the guy is actually, you know, having, recording an episode and the day after he's going for chemotherapy. Uh, yeah, he's got a like It just like shows the dedication to the topic of a man. And for me, it was an important episode for many reasons, but I think it made me realize that this is a natural process. And same as we are like investing right now, we have a mental health crisis in youth. Again, it's something we already knew. Well, now we, it's more we, we've official. We've got mental health crisis absolutely everywhere. Yeah. Uh, so you know, but there is this investment into like, oh, we need to prepare our young next generations into like being healthy, productive adults. Mm. But those people which are age forty-five, fifty, the literally middle. Like, you know, it, it could say from 37 to, let's say, 50. Uh, those people are, like, forgotten by a system. And the stats are the way they are. This is the age the most men are, are taking their own life. Between mm -hmm. the age of 35 and 50. The biggest amount. And it's simply because there is no support. Like, we are being given a tools to deal with a certain things where you're young and then we think about elderly people but we don't do anything yeah. in between yeah it's like and oh you, su so you succeeded of, of being a teenager and, and a young person you didn't screw up yeah or you did sometimes for some people but overall you didn't screw up so yeah that was nice to see you and see you when you're going to get older and yeah. you're going to be in need you're for... You're going to have dementia and... Oh, yeah, gonna, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to be geriatric, you know, yeah. so we're going to look after you and 
But over now, it's like it doesn't really matter if you're struggling. No one asks you. No one. No one cares. You know? I, I mean, like I think the biggest, the biggest thing which I understood from from that conversation was the fact that when you're in that age of 45, 50, you actually have to face the idea that you're not gonna do so many things you are thinking you will do that you're not gonna have the farm in the highlands because physically you're getting old yeah, and it might be financially yeah. unavailable for you and the truth is it might never be anymore but when you're 30 i think you are still having this capability of feeding your dreams even though they might, they might not you might not 100% believe in them becoming true but the idea of having another 50 years to get there is more realistic it's more like achievable. It's not, no, no, it's not. It's not even that. It's just about. I still got time. It doesn't yeah. matter. Like people, uh, you know, like you've got young people who say, "Oh, I want to be this, that, and we want to be that," and there is a chance they will never achieve that. Yeah, obviously. But because they've got, well, from the other side, they could die tomorrow. Do you know what I mean? But we feed ourselves. I think it's just like we perception. feed ourselves ourselves this vision that we've got time and mm -hmm. we're gonna get somewhere there and and we're gonna achieve those goals and some people do that but majority of us we just leave that's what i mean that's take me took me so many years working with psychologists with my therapist to to stop thinking one day i'm gonna do that and live here now because this one day might never come because for many reasons, not because you're a lazy fuck and you didn't do anything, because your health, like because it's a crisis, you might be worried, you might be just, just exactly circumstances that are not allowing you to have this your dream and, and you know, it's, or you didn't put enough effort when you've been much younger and it's too late. But when we've got 50 years, so technically when we anything between 20 and 30, we're feeding ourselves this big lie that we we can do it, and when you go to when you're 50 and you've got 20 mm -hmm. years le le left, you this moment of realization of being like, and it's like, well, actually, I don't want that anymore. First of all, or it's too late. So yeah, so maybe that's why people people some some guys have a crisis because you know like i was thinking about this episode of a podcast and i was thinking like he was talking about purpose and stuff and and it's, it's great you know and it's easy to have a purpose when you've got money as well mm. you know that's that's as simple as fuck you know when you're rich when you've got money when you succeeded in many businesses or whatever it's easy to have purpose you can do philanthropy and you can figure it out or you can just imagine yourself and that you're going to do something and you're going to start doing it but when you're struggling with mental health or with poverty, with this, it's really hard to find yourself a purpose, you know. So, so I was listening to it, and I, I felt like, yeah, I could, I could do some stuff. I've got ideas for purpose for my life. But at the same time, you know, it's sometimes it's hard because you're struggling. So when struggling. you think about those ideas for a purpose, because obviously I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk partially about mm -hmm. it in a minute, but. What what are you thinking of? Like, what would be that thing? I mean, not not much different than I, what, what I wanted to do in life. Like, you know, going through some kind of counseling and 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 uh, in terms of education and or co coaching. You know, coaching. I'm doing that now. <laughs> I'm sitting on the couch. 
coaching, you know, and, and maybe exactly support people, not the youngsters, not and and just trying to. That's what he did, you know, this this uh, middle aging, you know, middle uh, age academy. Or yeah, something, something like, like that. That, yeah. that sounded very good and something up 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 to right my alley. But at the same time, I've got I've got deep in my mental health, and I really see stuff through it, and and you know, and I'm tired sometimes, you know, and I'm like. Yeah, I'm tired, and having a purpose is not easy when you're fighting with your own demons. But is there is there a way of doing starting it from small steps? Cause I don't know, I don't know because I don't know to think about that. It, but it's just like, you know, like I've got those moments when I would love to be out there helping people, but those moments when I would love to be totally hidden away and not talk to anyone, do you know what I mean? Mm. So it's it's exactly, it's not like, you know... It's like a, so, on, the, on, that, on that topic of, uh, you know, having a purpose, uh, I've, been, I've been doing training for two days, Friday, Friday and today, and we've been talking about 10, 10 steps to happiness. But when you actually, like, put them together and combine, it's actually five elements going into mm-hmm. happiness which are very often used with people which are living with depression and it's written by Vanessa King she's like super famous psychologist on the same level as Brenna Brown okay. um, and first step is connection so this is the people aspect like even if it's only one person or even if it's your work colleague, yeah, it's connection. I know, I know, but the it's... second step is physical exercise exercise slash physicality so it's it's a major part of living with anything or actually being happy whatsoever. You need to be, you need to exercise. Then yeah. you've got a part which is called, um, I'm going to forget that. It's, uh, there is giving back, mm-hmm. which is a very important part. I'm going to forget. I, I literally, the two things left my head. I've got it in my notebook. Oh, I'm going to come back to it. Yeah. yeah but but it, anyways, what I wanted to say about giving mm-hmm. back, because like a lot of people, when they went through that giving back, they were like, like, who's got time to give back? Like, we don't have time for volunteering. We don't have time for, you know, like, I don't know, befriending services or whatever else. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we are working our asses off. Two girls which were on my training are carers. Mm. you know, working in the care industry. So it's a heavy job. So who does get there? And we started to get deep into what is giving back. And it's it's not yeah, but a giving matter back, of it giving... might be actually the, the caring, isn't it? Giving back could be making a coffee in the morning to your partner, even if you don't do it every day. Giving back could be having a phone call with your friend for 15 minutes. Oh, move, removing empty ro- toilet roll from the <laughs> hangar, you know what I mean? <laughs> Could be. So, but I think what, what, what was over there about this giving back... She didn't notice she doesn't do that and that very upsets me. So, yeah. Because it doesn't bother me when you don't do that. Yeah, but for so, me, as, as we know. spoke, is, I feel like um, there's a lack of respect. But yeah. I, I think it's just a matter of naming giving back as something which you do for others and it doesn't have to be philanthropy or yeah, anything no, like yeah, that yeah, yeah. it has to be like yeah but it probably needs, needs, needs to be yeah it needs to be this um how would you call it impulse that you yeah. you're making like i could uh, uh i don't give a damn but actually i do so i'm gonna make something extra extra this making these extra steps 
yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Like, yeah, sometimes I do that stuff. You know, I don't, I, I cannot, you know. But yeah, it's like, yeah, just even, you know, I'm rushing to work and I'm like, oh my god, you know, I've got, and actually I see the people, elderly people. And it's like you're not gonna let them pass. You know, it's like, who cares? You know what I mean? It's yeah, I know what you mean. It's those small, small steps, but you know, it's easy. And you know, like I know you've been in training, but can you see yourself when you work in in job? Like you know, I don't know something which you're not big fan of. Yeah. Because we're pretty lucky that we're both doing something which we actually like. You know, sometimes it's stressful, sometimes it's less stressful. But you know, like when you work in a job which actually you don't like or despise even, and and finding yourself a purpose, you know, it's like it's it's difficult. So many people their own circumstances are so difficult to to look through them and to look forward and to fall behind this what they've got to find you know i don't know it's it's, it's you know sometimes it's, i'm just saying sometimes i would love to but sometimes it's not easy and i've got dreams and i've got passions and i would love to do stuff and help others but sometimes i have enough of my own shit and i'm tired of my own shit to be, you know. But is that not, because I, I found two more. So yeah, one yeah, more sure, is mm -hmm. constant learning. Mm -hmm. So it, it's just basically keeping your brain healthy. That's what by we do, learning. both of us, yeah. And the next one is noticing. Noticing could be oh. awareness, mindfulness. So I'm ticking all the boxes, but so, at the same time, there is so exactly the, the moment. What I wanted to say mm -hmm. is that, like, we are not one size fit all. And, you no, know, absolutely. if you're ticking off four out of five, it doesn't mean that you're not going to be ever happy and it might just not work for you because of the circumstances, but you have to invest yourself in everything else what's there. And in the shorter term or longer term, it might actually work and you might not need this fifth key to you know, unlock your happiness, but maybe there is a certain moment in a life where there is enough of space to fill in that gap and that could be reaching the moment when you are retired. <coughs> And, like, you know, I still think I know, about this mean? guy uh, in a sauna which was saying I've been working my ass off for last I don't know how many years and now I'm nearly 70 and I've got nothing to do and the only thing I can do is go for a pint. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's sad because a lot of things been taken away from him but because we are not being taught how to go through that stage of transitioning, like, and he might well. not even know that there are people he could support in a way, engage in a way, make him You know, the funny happy. thing is, I was thinking about this lad, because usually when I'm leaving the, 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 the swimming pool, he's, he's coming. How you yeah. doing, pal? He's always, you know, you're right, pal. And I was thinking, like, many times, like, I would love to have a chat with him. Like, sit down and say, you know, like, do you have any advice for younger people? Because you, you're 70. And, you know, despite, I don't know what he does in life, what he did, doesn't matter if he's just successful. No, 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 yeah, just like you probably have so much of knowledge. And that's why I've even, got this even, even, idea. even saying, you know, uh, yeah, don't believe that, I don't know, let's say, don't believe that, you know, retirement is a good, good thing. It's not, you know. Anything, you know, I was like, because like, exactly, you know, and it's a sad thing that when I had people around me, like my, my grandparents, you know, uh, uh, you know, I, I never had the chance to ask that because I was a stupid young person. Mm. 
and I didn't value anyone else's opinion. And and yeah, yeah, I guess I guess that comes with the age, you know. I'm yeah. I'm I'm a middle aged guy, fuck me. Do you know what I mean? But the it's truth so is it's like I was looking into So now I legally can have a crisis. That's good. <laughs> Don't make a crisis called the chrysalis. That's I the know, moment Crystal of is the, the transformation. The moment of transformation. I had to write down on my, that. I was like, wow, that's a powerful statement. And it's a true because I, I think the most powerful thing is that you really have to reevaluate a lot of things in that period but of you time. Know what I feel. And I'm not saying it's going to happen during one year. It might be a period of five years when you're like, that transformation might take some time. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know, I know, I know. But you know, like, I discovered, this, I think that I've got this feeling for the last. Two years probably, but now even more. Even though I've got like everything settled well, do you know what I mean? But he's mentioned about like the having break in career and life mm. and stuff. And now I would love to do that because like a middle life sabbatical. Yes, like for a year mm. or something. I would love to have enough money to say, do you know what? He was mentioning it. that even a month can change so much. Yeah, because I'm so tired. Being able to take and, a while off. I'm tired of, of yeah. everything. Do you know what I mean? Like, uh, you know, and you know my life. I'm busy, man. I'm busy. I'm very busy. Like, I work full time. I study. I've got kids. And I don't want to say goodbye to anything. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? That's the thing. It's not like... I have to finish something and I have, you know, no, I really enjoy everything. But I just, you know, it's, it's, it's like, you know, not, it's not enough time off for me. Do you know what I mean? I, yeah, it's, it's not viable for everyday human, everyday man to do something like that, like a month break from everything yeah, 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 and still yeah, living yeah. in the same comfort. No, technically I could, but I would have to probably, do you know what? We would have to probably... Uh, close the businesses which we're waiting to be closed, you know. And probably I could easily do that in December or January next year. This year, obviously, unpaid, mm -hmm. but I could do that easily because I could tell, you know, at work, I can take up to, uh, what, six or 12 weeks a year of well, like unpaid leave. Unpaid leave. Exactly, mm -hmm. you know, and I, would, I could do that. Yeah, but that, that would have to be in a way of like going away for a month and not living in the, your own house for a month. That That's what it's supposed to yeah, be. I, I, should be. Believe me, I would find myself a place <laughs> to go. But what you were saying about like asking this guy in the gym, like, you know, do you have a device for, from a 70-year-old to, to a younger chap? Um, like the whole thing uh, Chip Connolly was saying was like mind blowing for me. Chip, like that's a funny name. He, the way he was talking about the whole middle life, but he mentioned at the end an initiative which was started on his ranch in Santa Fe. It's not his, yeah. it's the organizational ranch. <laughs> that says uh, everything, <laughs> a lot. It's I mean. not his. It's yeah, no, a, no, it's but it's like, you know, yeah, he's a privileged, you know, white person who. Anyway, here comes uh, mm -hmm. He started to do it as like an experiment, just simply because of the crowd of people which was over there. And he done something which is called Generations Over Dinner. And the idea is that you're taking from six to 12 people at one table, which belong to various generations and they are from various places. You so there is a mix. Seven generations? I think livable, there is seven, including yeah, the one which was said. born. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
And obviously, um, the born one doesn't going to ask you any questions. Yeah. So you are physically capable of bringing six generation into table and have a conversation with them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's six generation. That's why the idea is minimum of six people, maximum of 12 people. Uh, and you've got various topics you so talk about. So it's a about. script. There are scripts, so you can have... There are various... I think there are four categories of uh, conversations. Some of them are future, culture, uh, you know, like uh, current affairs and uh, spirituality and various topics you can speak about. And they are scripted just to keep the order. Yeah. And there are some certain rules and regulation of those dinners. So, you know, like there's no such a thing like talking over someone and, you know, Politics. all that, all that well, chats. Well. So there are certain things you, you shouldn't be talking about. The whole idea is that you're bringing people in a social context over the dinner and you just sit down and you chat for hours about things which matter to you, things you might have a different views and opinions, not because of your even geographical location or the way you were born, but the times you were born, yeah. the amount of times you lived through, through the perspective of your future, of your fears of, you know, there's just like so many things. And you know my, you know, my love for community and how, how yeah. much I would love to be a part of a community. And like that project of this Generations Over Dinner really summarizes everything you can get from community. It's not only like idea, like brainstorming, and you can think about think about things from various perspectives. You think about this like knowledge, but I think about like making everyone. How would you say that? Like uh, everyone is needed Mm -hmm. for some for some. You know, like because you old doesn't matter. You young, like you accepting that yes someone's going to be much younger with not much knowledge about many things about life overall in general but you're not judging and mm. you might have you, you as a young person going to meet someone who might be 79 80 90 100 with totally different views but you go there for a reason exactly mm-hmm. to share sure. the time time yeah the bottom line is we sharing the same time together for yeah. hour two, three, five, and, and, and you know, but who's going to cook? Well, I'm <laughs> thinking about it. There's Alex, Victoria's uncle, who yeah. absolutely loves to cook for the sake of cooking for others. And, yeah, can, you know, yeah. there's just like, there's a Is couple there, of like, ideas. Is there like feet you have to pay? That's what I'm thinking, you know, if there would be a, at least a cover, covering a cost of Didn't cooking know. food, yeah, the, of the produce. The prob- problem like dietary requirements? You know, you organize those events in advance. Yeah, so, yeah, no, you know, no, no. if you plan, start from, you know, having a one event a month just to see, just to test out yeah. the idea. And, you know, there are various places you can do that. Like, you know, there's Fresh Start, which has got yeah, a fully, yeah, fully yeah. stocked kitchen, which you can use when you apply to them. So there's, there are places you could, you could, you know. Or even, you, you know, to start act. with, you know, you can, you can chip in with a few friends if you already yeah. want to do it. You know and, you mean? know, if at the beginning it might be, a, might be a matter of looking around you and finding people from various, you know, age categories, you know, mm. from various backgrounds. And there was a part which made me smile so much in the whole idea of those generations over dinner. 
it's something which he called age fluidity. Mm. Is that, you know, people say, oh, age is just a number, and that's the way we are calling it. But there is an actual name for I love, it. I love, uh, I love. The comparison with the pedophiles. pedophiles. <laughs> I love that joke. It's like, yeah, apparently that's what they call pedophiles. They've got age fluidity. Uh, those which don't have an age preference. On pedophiles without Okay, let's age. don't talk yeah. about that. I'm not interested. But as a joke, uh, that was good. Yeah, content. but it's something, mm -hmm. the age fluidity. And I just smile to myself because I very often, like, I've been asked a couple of times by people around me, how comes that I am capable of sitting down with a 25-year-old as a 37-year-old and having common language understanding, a laugh, a respectful conversation, um, conversation based on interest and curiosity to each other. And I can do exactly the same thing with a lady at the gym, which is 67 or 70. Mm. And I mean, the, I think that was, that, was the, that was the same... Like most of my majority of people, which helped me when I was a you know a troubled teenager, they've been much much older than I am, and that's the thing. I never felt maybe because of my autism, I never felt felt like I have to be treat them like with distance. Obviously, I yeah. always treat everyone with respect, but with the distance because of the age, because I assume if they inviting me to their house, if they opening their hearts for me. I don't have to like pretend or like they already create open, exactly so create exactly create yeah. this distance I don't have to you know like when I came to the UK for me it was you know in Poland we've got very we talked to all the people per Saeb yeah, and Madame, like, you know, with very There is a linguistic respect. Ta, yes, tak, yeah, tak, yeah, tak, yeah, <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. And when I was calling people Madame or Sir, you know, they said, oh, call, call me by name. And I couldn't jump through that hoop because, like, it took me a while to understand that you don't talk to people who are 50 years older than you. You, you you know like Persia, you, you, you tell yeah, yeah you take take you call them by you or name you know and mm -hmm. in Poland is almost unthinkable and acceptable you know what I mean this shows lack of respect and the same now I've got this issue after twenty years two decades of living in my new country my new home I go there and I don't talk it's like to you people would be, you would be walking around and you would be saying. Uh, if I would meet you and you would be seventy in Poland I would have to call you. Miss, uh, Mr. Mr. Nico, yeah. Mr. Nico, yeah. which is like, come on, it just sounds... Yeah, and exactly, yeah. I don't have that other way around. I don't go to Poland and someone older talks to me. And you. I say, <laughs> I say, per, per, you know, so I say, you, hey, you. It was yeah. like, that's so yeah. wrong, you know. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. yeah. And but that's, that's exactly the cultural thing. Yeah, and when you say it, you, you hear it. Before yeah. you don't say that out loud, no. it doesn't really bother you, you say so much. To you, you know... Yeah. Sir, oh, you know, uh, gentlemen, you know, like, do you yeah. know what I mean? But, I, I mean, like, the whole idea of age fluidity, it just made me smile inside of me. Like, my my funny soul got, like, a tickle. I felt like I always wanted to do stuff like counseling, this and that, you know, obviously I'm studying towards that. But this, this, this really spoke to me, like, yeah, don't focus on youngsters, don't focus on, on, I don't know, trying to change the world, just make make people around you and people who could, you know, because we've got disease of loneliness, mm. 
So let's try to change that. You know, I would love to do that if I would Unfortunately, have social isolation and loneliness are a massive killer. And, you know, post-COVID times, we've been talking today about statistics around uh, substance abuse. Uh, COVID times created a massive wave of silent home drinkers and a silent... Oh, we drank a lot. When COVID yeah. started... Drank and smoked, unfortunately. Yeah, it was a lot of stuff which we did, wouldn't do otherwise. And, you know, it's, it's just like... Um, it's like moving your point of reference in a way. Yeah, yeah, as well because, because that was, once... it felt like, oh, do you know, I don't have to wake up tomorrow to work mm. in terms of, of like... Because in the beginning, it was like no one knew what's happening. People didn't go to work. People didn't work from home even. Mm. That was like, let's see what's going to happen. You don't go to work. And like, so obviously, you know, you've been sitting in the sofa drinking wine. Even if you went to bed late, you could wake up late because there was no... Yeah, no, some, yeah, of us, yeah. some of us, like, you know, moved on and, you know, changed their lives back to where they were or created a new... Reorder, Pathway, yeah. mm -hmm. but there is a lot of people which actually that point of reference stayed the same. It's okay to open up the bottle at 12 o'clock mm. because why not? And like social isolation, unfortunately, is driving that behaviors because what you're supposed to do when you're isolated from anybody else, you've got nothing to know what no one to talk to and you're afraid of, and then there comes the social anxiety which comes out of the social isolation, and it's just like a driving force. One thing comes from another and to another and to another. So uh, the whole idea of, of doing something of the sort of those... You know, I think when I was thinking about these generations of a dinner, I, my first thought was like, great, I know so many people which would be such an interesting people to talk with mm -hmm. during those dinners. And then I corrected somewhere at the back of my head, I corrected myself with being like, wait, 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 wait a second. You're talking over here about people which are in a way privileged. I want to have a conversation with someone who's 50 years old and was living on the streets for a while. Mm. I want to talk with a youngster which was in the youth services, in the you know, foster services. I, 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 I yeah, don't yeah, want so, that so, to be you know, a exactly, white privileged exactly, people that's what, When I was listening to him, exactly, that's what I felt. I felt, you know, you pay, you know, even at the end when they offer like, oh, you're going to write an essay, yeah. we're going uh, we're gonna, to, you know, pay for tickets for six of your friends to do exactly that, you know. And I thought, you know, like, yeah, sure, sure, that's very kind. But we just inviting people within the bubble, I would say. Yeah, well, first of all, that idea which he's got, it's like you need to know about it, and to know about it, you need to hear it from someone else or be invited by someone, listen to mm -hmm. his podcast, read his you know, book, or whatever I mean, else. I mean, and I mean, I mean maybe this is, that's the safest way to start. I think so. I think you it's know, the, the safest the, way. The, the, the having your bubble, mm -hmm. it's a, you know... And after I think reaching, it's one, because one of like the most, you know, uh, predictable ways to start because you can pick yeah. and choose people, a friend of a friend, set to someone like always. Oh, yeah, you know, I've put heard the Facebook, about that. Facebook group, like whatever. I mean, I don't know. Maybe we should, you should go and, and do the Mexico thing. You know, like the oh Mexico thing. You no, know, they've got this Mexico. Ah, the camp. Yeah, just go and visit the camp and, and the graduation yeah. because you can graduate as a. Yeah. Uh, Middle life academy, something. I wonder how much it costs. 
And there was a beautiful thing which was mind-blowing, and I sh literally almost shouted out that to you when you realized that there is a wave, a new wave of people, which are mi millennials, which are turning into learning and wisdom. Millennials are. You are the beginning of millennials. Mm. 92 is the end of millennials. 92. 81 to 92. Bloody, that's that's 92 is like, yeah, no, they're they 30. Yeah. But for me, it sounds like... It sounds bad. Anyway, like it's not just bad, like you're there, young. Is this, there is this very... So I'm the oldest millennial. You're the oldest millennial. Uh, there was a very funny conversation about that somewhere else I've heard, but I'm going to finish first. So there is this wave of millennials, Generation Z, which are turning into looking for wisdom, like this old school wisdom given from generation do. to generation exactly and learning from community and all of those. And apparently there is an explanation to that. Obviously, it's still not tested mm -hmm. and they don't really know how does it connect because it's just being observed that it might be a response to the technological drive we have at the moment, mm. because technology is such a big part of our everyday life. Yeah, because we remember we've everything. This, we remember this, yeah. stuff, times with, without technology. We remember mm. when I ran to the forest and the landline wasn't still existing. I remember VHS. I remember mm. black television, because that wasn't color, color ones yet. Exactly. That wasn't no, first Atari, Commodore yeah. 64, ZX Spectrum. So we be, we remember analog stuff times. analog times. We remember cameras without, you know, anything, you know, we remember. So there is this like an internal drive in millennials to balance out the amount of technology in our lives. Obviously, yeah, that's, that's just that's a speculation That's why I told moment. you. I would love to have a phone which allows me only to use Google Maps. I mean, technically, I could delete all of the apps, but do you know what I mean? Like, just Google to search for stuff, call, text message, and maps, and that's it. But speaking of millennials, there is a very interesting conversation. That's a good thing. I'm going to reorganize my phone. I just came to an idea. <laughs> um, I'm going to put everything which I don't use, every, like, you know, which I use, let's say, for trips, treks, mm. like maps and other stuff which I don't use every day, far, far away somewhere. And I'm going to leave my phone just on the... The first screen, very clean. Yeah, just yeah. five-star things. But there is, a, there is a... When we speak about the generations and you're talking about millennials, that, you know, you've got you, 81, and then 92, being such a far away ages. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, just 10 years, there is actually years. There is actually a conversation about the fact that millennials itself should be broken up into groups, the top millennials and the bottom millennials. Because there is, a, oh, yeah, there yeah, is yeah. an actual, that was such fast. a technological yeah, yeah, yeah. difference. We had this conversation about how... How quickly the technology mm -hmm. is progressing. But it's so just from like, 1900 it's literally, to, yeah, mm -hmm. it's, it's been noticed by um, sociologists, like mm -hmm. those people which are yeah, studying no. human behaviors and, uh, you know, so, so, social interactions, that there is a resentment from the older millennials to the younger millennials and a complete lack of understanding yeah, yeah, from the young you know, millennials like, to the older like, millennials. Like you. You're not millennial anymore. I am. Yeah, you are. So, and you only, well, five years different. Yeah. So you're beginning of, yeah, but you, you even went to different system school system. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because you have like, 
a primary yeah. school and a secondary school. Yeah. I had just eight grades. Yeah. And now the kids back have back, you know. So yeah, exactly. And and if if let's say you're just the beginning of the the younger millennials, mm -hmm. you know, the second wave. But if you go to someone who's going to be 90, born in 1990, exactly, they don't again. remember yeah. analog times at all. Yeah, so, so it's just like, it's such and a even fascinating... Us, for us, we are closer to, what was before millennials? Uh, Generation Z? I don't know. We are Z, the one before. So we are millennials or Z? Because I'm it's the same one. All right. So, so no, you know. So we closer to like my brother. He's born in 1975. Is it baby boomers. Maybe I don't know. I, boomers. I don't know. So yeah, we close. I am closer to those guys because for me, yeah, people in born above 75, 1975 to 80, 81, we are still this mm -hmm. 82, 83, and rest of it is just going to technology. We remember stuff. We remember days without technology. We are old geezers. And yeah, so it's just basically when I when and you I know, like about... how I supposed to communicate with nineteen years old person mm -hmm. who's got a totally different outlook on the world, and for them, not having technology is like a comprehensible. They cannot comprehend that. Yeah, because their brain was. They've born on the screens and tellies, color tellies and music. You mean the other way? You're talking about people which are... Yeah, 19 years old now. 19. Okay, I've understood 19. I no, was no, no, 19 years old. <laughs> 19 years old, like my first son. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, when I tell him... Yeah, when you remember, like, when you put a landline phone, this one, when you stick your finger mm -hmm. and turn, most of the youngsters, they don't have a clue how that yeah. works. Do you know what I mean? Or what is the floppy disk? Or what is the sound of a modem? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like fax is already as something which people are like and as well, still using it. And and do you know the funny thing is? People I'm a, I'm an old geezer and I already know the mobile phones. That's just a like fax, it will disappear. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? We are already people, moving nowadays, to the stage of like, you yeah, know, yeah. when you've got the Google glasses. Like the Apple glasses. Uh, Apple glasses and all of those, yeah. you know. I mean, we are already on the one side, I look in there, I was like, oh, that's amazing. You know, the technology is amazing. Mm -hmm. But from the other side, I just think, why would you do that to yourself? Just having Being all this open, online, open yeah. windows everywhere when mm -hmm. the world is so beautiful around you. Yeah. But yeah, that's what my, obviously, but that's as well, shift in... Perceptions. Perception and mm -hmm. younger people going to say, gonna say, wow, that's what I want, you know. Yeah. And you've got people walking on the streets lights. already doing stuff like that, you know, like uh, black mirrors. And so, yeah. yeah, it's just like, I think I would like to try it with like people I know I could hold the respectful conversations. So not allowing like random people get into the group and just like fuck up my idea <laughs> from the beginning. Uh, but, you know, have, have, have oh, first did you, some control did you look over... Up, did you look up those conversations? Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, so, yeah, I, I, think I, would, I, I think I would love to give it a shot, just like inviting a couple of people, give them option to come. But it's just simply because I'm going to my gym and I've got a couple of ladies which are over there at the age of 65, 70. That would be great. Which I know would be willing to No, like as well, we could like ask that. about that in Tai Chi class. Yeah. And on the other side, I've got people like Julia, who is 25, mm -hmm. or Erin, 
the Canadian girl who was coming to mind when I had a broken. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, how is she? Where is uh, she? She's fine. She's working. But well, yeah. She's living in Edinburgh. <laughs> no, she still lives in Edinburgh. Oh, right. uh, so she, yeah, Say hi she's, to She's her. really good. Uh, so, you know, I've got people which are like 20, and then I, I would really love to hear a perspective of like, you know, a fairly responsible 15, 14 at the table. You know, like people... Yeah, I would divide my daughter. She, she I don't know how, how Livia would get engaged with... Well, anyway... Just but... being around. If she would laugh, if she would have anything to say or would like to mm -hmm. ask, she would. If she wouldn't, or maybe some older lady or someone else would ask her, how are you doing? Just like... Yeah. So I, it's as well the idea, I think, well, there is one more thing behind uh, having that sort of initiative is connecting people from different ages and generations in a very respectful and equal way, creating that idea in the young people's minds and in the old, older people's minds. Yeah, that we are that not actually, so difficult. We're not so mm -hmm. different from yeah. each other. We might have you know, different experiences, like... but we can really sit down and connect on such a human basic level and get so much of out of it. It's, it's giving hope to every single generation that you can work together on something. And mm. it doesn't have to be something transformational. It yeah, doesn't have to be anything spending super... Sharing time. It's, I think it's just sharing time and like creating the vision of it that young person but can the question is, 70 year probably old. would have to forbid alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know, like, funny thing is, like, obviously that's something different, but I had, I had the idea a long time ago when the first Big Brother came out. And I was like, why are we not going to... You know, if I would be a TV producer, what I would do? Older people would be... No, no. Young would, with old? No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, you ask me, so I'm guessing. Uh, I would put people from different countries, from different cultures, which they not know each other's languages. Mm. Like, put them and trying to figure it out. Like, they don't speak English. They don't speak... No one speaks any other language. Maybe in like in the way like you know how I know how to say hi in in German you know mm. or something like and trying to figure it out communicate live with each other for a while and without access to internet so people yeah, don't, yeah, yeah absolutely yeah, yeah. yeah obviously uh -huh. like there's no internet in Big Brother or whatever but like you know yeah like that just to see how we could. Learn from each other. From and each other and evolve. No, absolutely, that would be that would be something I would watch. Not like right. all the you yeah. know, shagging so, and kissing and dramas. So just to close off, because uh, I'm 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 seriously start doing stuff. I'm seriously I, I registered on the website. Yeah, just write <laughs> an email to, to write through the guide how to run those conversations. I literally got hooked on the idea because it's not something I have to be engaged ten hours a week. It's something which. I can start slowly thinking how Absolutely. could I make it in a month or two and, you know, start conversation with a person who might, like, I, I might actually be able to organize it in the cafe which my organization is running. Yeah. At the evenings. And people going to say, oh, not this weekend or this day, I cannot do that. You know, like, typical. I know, it, it's, I know what I you know, mean. I know, I know. But you know, even you, put the flyers. you're aiming at 12 people yeah. and you're ending up with 8 people or with, yeah, no, you're no, ending no, up no, in no, 7. No. Mm -hmm. But it's something which is not going to take, like, hours out of my calendar every single week. And it's just a beginning. So if there is 
I don't know how many people really listen to us because I'm not checking the stats. None. But if there is any... None. None? None? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I don't know. I didn't check the stats. So, <laughs> so if there is anybody who is listening to us in, that, in this episode who would love to take part in something like that or could contribute in any way to organize it, just give us a shout. Find us on our social medias. Probably not easy to... Not difficult to do. Uh, and yeah, just... I'm going to write my email address at the end of the note. So if you want to contact me by email, you can do it by email. Uh, I don't know if that's a good idea. Because it doesn't the, matter. The, my the email bots, address is No, no, it's about bots. Okay. You're going to get spams. But so I'm going to do some kishi-hashi inside so bots don't yeah, get my yeah, email. Yeah, exactly. Space and stuff. Yeah. So <laughs> uh, but I'm, I'm genuinely in... Like, I'm genuinely excited. And for a very short second, maybe even longer than a second... When we were talking about the purpose and the idea of sharing your knowledge and giving something back to people, I thought about that being something I could, I could literally do like, yeah. to the end of my days, mm -hmm. create a space for people to connect in a respectful way and just share and spend time together, create community around it. Like... I literally went through, let's do the meetup and we can do it on the Eventbrite so people can book. Like Because I have these capabilities of marketing it, yeah, no, organizing no, it as an event, like it, it actually it's feasible in yeah, my, in my head. After as well as a business, you can change that into and retreats. Da, 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 you know, it could so. be a normal third sector organization registered as a charity. Could be. So it, it's just... Yeah, I've, I think there was a lot of clarification in my head how it could look like. And today having a conversation with the trainer during the training, which was saying that, yes, Claudia, you've got everything in your possession which could help you to work with people, to coach people, to maybe become one day a therapist. I was like, this is just like clicking. Hmm. You know what I mean? When you've got this no, I know, I know. Puzzles, it's clicking for me too, but sometimes like are... I'm so tired of thinking, fuck me, two years of studying more. <laughs> I'm just tired, yeah. But Maybe I get we can you. do it together. You can wait no. for me for a year and a half. No. No? No. You don't want to study with me? No. <laughs> Why? No, because you're smart ass and you're going to be pissing me off. <laughs> Maybe it's, I'm going to be helping you. You're going to be pissing me off. So do you want to do it earlier or later? I don't know. I just, just already <laughs> see. Already is pissing me off because Why? you're asking me questions. <laughs> Let me do but stuff. But anyway, guys, I am. I still haven't do that, and I'm already excited for it. And All right then. Yeah. Listen, there's gonna be no episode next week because I'm because gonna be. Because Nico's in, gonna be away unless. I'm gonna be in the middle of the forest somewhere in high in Scotland. Uh, and I'm not really good at talking to myself. Yeah, you are good, but yeah, let's. You let's don't not know. do that. No, exactly. Let's <laughs> not do that to people. Or maybe I can come up with the guest episode, but I don't know how to put the beginning and the end. It's it's so. on my desktop. It's just. Uh, easy. Anyway, guys, take care of yourself. See you later, alligator. If you would be interested in a thingy, then just give us a shout. Love you. Be kind to yourself, be kind to others. And live in the present, not in the past or a future. Kindness is the way. Bye. Bye.